Kara Dixon is a TV reporter based in Hampton Roads, Virginia. Kara's mission in life is to bring awareness to the beauty and diversity of the world through her stories. When she's not reporting, stockpiling books for her library, or belting out her favorite Hamilton show tunes at karaoke, you can find Kara at church, teaching religious education, or feeding the homeless. You can also follow her on Instagram at Kara Dixon TV, that's K-A-R-A-D-I-X-O-N-T-V, or at Kara Wavy. I really hope you enjoy our interview with Kara. She's just a delightful, wonderful person who was so lovely to talk to and just exudes such wonderful, positive energy. We're proud to share with you Echoes and Hope with Kara Dixon. My parents are Catholic, so I guess I'm technically a cradle Catholic. We would go to church most Sundays. They're teachers, so we wouldn't really go during the summertime. Like, I guess it was kind of their break from school. And I don't know. It was weird. So I remember, like, going to church. I didn't really like it as a kid because I thought it was boring. I guess most kids are like that. And I was able to get First Communion. And then after, I think, third grade religious ed classes, I stopped going because we had classes on Saturdays. And I was actually dancing ballet on Saturdays. And I got in the way with that. So I never got throughout middle school and high school my mom would try to get me to hang out with youth group kids and I thought they were really weird (laughs) we would just go to church and that's just like something we did I kind of had a prayer life and I remember praying as a kid just like god I want this at school or whatever I remember doing that and like praying a lot their prayers were answered so I knew like god was present and everything what really I think sparked a deeper prayer life was my mom got cancer when I was in seventh grade and I started praying a lot more than just like that she would be okay and just how that is fast forward I went to college and I went to the University of Maryland Maryland's a big Catholic state did all the college things party crazy all that got to junior first weekend of college junior year um some crazy things happen and the next day I woke up on a Sunday and I was like I kind of need to go to church because I wasn't really going to church on campus went to church and the priest at the time father Rob stood up in front of everyone was like hey we are going to be having RCIA classes if anyone's interested please come back to mass so I was sitting there like I think this is my opportunity to go deeper my faith I ended up talking to him and he's like great come on Tuesday we're going to have like our classes went on Tuesday and I started going to classes just learning more about my faith and everything ended up missing like one mass like that was the first time I had like gone to mass that long straight like two months straight missed mass I can't remember why and I actually told priest he's like well you have to go to confession now went to confession for the first time like I don't know subtract like 20 from second grade whatever that is went to confession and it was just like the best feeling having like your sins forgiven and so I started to do that a lot going just to confession because I had a lot of anxiety from school it really helped me in my process of becoming Catholic I think like the first two months I was there I didn't really feel anything going to classes but something kind of told me to keep going and it would be worth it I didn't feel it at the time but like after that first confession I started to feel something in my heart telling this was the best thing to do I did that kept going made it to Easter confirmed and it was like the most joyful time of my life I just felt at peace it was great then I finished RCA classes (laughs) and the next year senior year me back then I worried a lot like I told you I didn't take like a lot of opportunities but by the end of my senior year I got the opportunity to take a job in Texas and before if I wouldn't have had a relationship with like God and everything I definitely wouldn't have like even applied to go to Texas but I ended up getting the job moving to Beaumont Texas and it actually has its own diocese which is like super cool it has like a basilica there and I went and I was able because 
because I didn't have to go to work till like 1.30 p.m. that I could like go to daily confession and go to daily mass. I ended up like joining the choir at the church there. It was really good. It's funny because Father Rob would tell me like, we didn't think you were gonna make it when I first went to the classes because I really didn't talk to anybody. I, I think I like to say like my time at Maryland was just like kind of like planting the seeds and getting a kickstart to my relationship with God. Going to Texas was like kind of having to do it on my own, making sure that I go to church every Sunday, making sure I go to confession, going to daily mass and all that. And then I moved here to Norfolk two years later because of my work schedule. I wasn't able to go to mass for like six months and it was like the worst six months of my life. And then I ended up finding my church, which is a black Catholic church. I didn't know it at the time, but I like to sleep in. So it was like the first place that I saw that had a 12 o'clock mass and I went and I'm like, this is great. Like 12 o'clock mass. But I was confused because mass was an hour and a half. And I was like, why is mass so long? Maybe this is like a special day. But then I went back the next week and it was an hour and a half. We got to that hour and a half. So I'm like, okay, mass is an hour and a half here. Now where I'm at with my prayer life, I feel like before in my faith journey, I was just like very prayerful. Like I wouldn't really act on things. But at my church now, we're really like involved with the community and getting involved like with our soup kitchen and everything. And also like being here has made me more aware of like my impact on the world. I'm more like involved with my job, using that to like go talk to school kids and helping with the homeless and then also through like being here I was able to go to like the Gibbon conference in Washington DC I guess that's where I am right now just like trying to figure out where life's gonna take me I really like history and so I just love the tradition and just being able to trace our church all the way back to Jesus. Like I think that is so beautiful and outstanding and amazing that we came from this thousands of years ago and like we're still here today like despite all that's happened against Christians being persecuted. I just like sit in older churches like when I go see them and stuff like I'm just like wow like, this is awesome. Like, I guess I'm just in awe and I just love tradition and I love like the candles and the incense and just praying together with people and knowing that all over the church, there's millions of people doing the exact same thing at like the exact same time. And I just think that's like so beautiful. Like God's called all of us and it's awesome. It makes me feel a warm and lovely. St. Anthony, that's my man because I lose so much stuff and I'd be like, St. Anthony, Sister Caprini with the parking lot spots. I'm always like, you're my best friend because she always comes in clutch. And then also St. Therese of the I pray to her like all the time. I should pray more to St. Josephine Makita because she's my confirmation thing, but I try to like give her shout outs every now and then. And also like Joan of Arc, Kateri, I love her too. But I know that one in particular, I haven't done it in forever, but the Divine Mercy Chaplet, I would always like sing that in the car. And it's really funny. Have you heard of something in the water the festival for my job we had to work that weekend and that was the same weekend as divine mercy sunday so i had already planned with this lady at another church to come and sing that like with them for their day i was like listen i don't think that i'll be able to make it like last minute i was like i don't think i'll be able to go because i'm supposed to work that weekend and she's like oh no you'll be fine like you'll be there and i'm like i'm pretty sure i won't be able to be there but it turns out i ended up last minute my job was like we don't need you to go and out of all the reporters i had to go so i ended up going and it really works because i was like i need to be there for that i need to pray the rosary more i think we all need to Father Rob, the one that I mentioned, he was our priest at Maryland. He was really helpful and he still is. He was really funny. And I know that God put him in my life because I love funny people. And from the moment I met him, I was just like, this is the funniest person I've ever met in my life. Even though he did break my Beats headphones one year, I forgave him for it. <laughs> but I still like text him now. Like his birthday was the other week I text him and I'll ask him questions every now and then about faith and all that. I have my friend Stefan, who's actually becoming a priest. He's being ordained in June. 
so just like watching his journey and seeing everything he's going through is really great. I guess my friends at church also being able to be a part of their journey, seeing theirs as well is really inspirational to me because I feel like a lot of times we feel like we have to have these great acts to become saints and just seeing them in their daily lives like helping kids, like the congregation and all that. Sometimes it's like the simple things that matter even more. When I was becoming Catholic at Maryland, I noticed, I don't think it's intentional, but sometimes it was just hard fitting in, being, you know, the only African-American person there. You know, diversity really does matter. I know sometimes people don't think it does, but it does when you're the only one in the room. And it's sad, but, you know, you become used to it, even with, like, school classes and everything. But I think it's, it's different when you're at a church and people should be welcoming and, and loving. I was welcomed by people there but at the same time sometimes it didn't seem like intentional not hanging out with people but even I would go to churches at home where I'm from in Winchester or like I would go to Beaumont um, to like predominantly white churches and people wouldn't sit in aisles with me just like this place is packed but no one wants to sit next to me I'm like I don't know if that's just people don't want to do that or if it is like you, you always have that thought in your mind but I think that's the thing that's stuck out the most to me and going to my church which is the only um, African-American Basilica in the country, it's crazy to see how welcoming they are. And as soon as you walk in, people are smiling and happy to see you. And even if you're a stranger, they'll sit next to you and everything. But, you know, going to other places in the country and going and sitting in places that you're not really feeling welcome. And, you know, I don't know if it is intentional, but like I said, you always kind of feel that way. I work in news and I think there's sometimes a lot of misconceptions about church teaching and it's hard sometimes to talk about those without people being offended and everything. I do have open mind and open heart and everything, but it is, you know, difficult and we live in a society now where people don't want to talk about differences and issues and it's sometimes hard. I do have friends that will say stuff about like priest jokes or just say things about like the Catholic Church. You know, sometimes I say stuff, other times I'm just like, you know, like that's what you think. People always get shocked when I tell them I'm Catholic. <laughs> they're always like, I didn't know black Catholics exist. And I'm like, well, there's a church full of us down by the mall. You should come visit sometimes. I guess that's a challenge. And maybe, you know, if people knew that there were more diverse Catholics out there, we might be able to get more people back. Diversity and just being welcome is, that's like, I think the first step in getting people to come back to church. I mean, it's called the Universal Church for a reason. You know, we can't just look one certain way. You can't, I don't say act one certain way, but people have traditions. There's cultural traditions. I know before I came to my church, St. Mary's, I was so shocked when I would see people clapping when the music was playing. And I'm just like, you shouldn't be doing that. But now, you know, it's a cultural thing. You know, I can't get mad at people expressing their joy in that way. You know, I think there's different ways to celebrate God's love and, I think that's important that people realize there's not just like one standard typical church. And I think that it's important for diversity and having a lot of voices heard because, you know, we all live here. But, you know, it's all our church together, so. 
think because of like the position I am in, being known in the community, people getting shocked when I tell them I am Catholic. I think it's being a representation of the church in like a different way. Some people use their different gifts to do things like charities, other things like that. But I think one of the easiest ways to use your gifts is just being like a good example to other people. And I take that very seriously, being out, being sociable, like going to schools and talking with kids and doing stories about issues that are important to our faith, like homelessness and social justice, you know, just doing things like that. I think it's like the easiest way for me to share my gifts. I really like using video to connect with people. And even if I don't, you know, work in like a church capacity through office or whatever, I try to use my gifts in the way that I can. And that's like, you know, through my job and evangelizing people, even if they don't realize they are being evangelized. I want people to have hope after they see my stories and you know, wonder why I like to tell happy stories because God loves them, you know? <laughs> One of the reasons why I did get into journalism is because I wanted to, you know, show minorities and, and women in, you know, a positive light because I know a lot of times people don't know minorities and have are friends with them outside of, like, what they see on TV. So I wanted to get in journalism, you know, to tell stories about diverse groups of people and share that, show people that we all have more things in common than issues against each other. What would I say with you? I love you, but we're gonna get it together. <laughs> There's a lot we need to work on, but God gives us all the tools to make that happen. And I think we need, especially in the United States, I think we need to care more about each other. Life, that includes people already alive. <laughs> Homeless, our environment. There's a lot like we need to work on. And I think if Catholics got involved, we can make a real difference being engaged and getting involved with our communities. And like I said, I think sometimes we look at the big picture instead of helping in your own community can make like such a big difference like I've seen it in my own job and I we're busy for no reason we have all this time in the world yet we're busy and I think that if people realize that and actually talk to their neighbors and were more welcoming we'd get more <laughs> fun church I love you but we got some work to do <laughs>